What is going on, guys? This is Kev the Coach. Thanks for tuning in to Kev the Coach Experience. I coach driven nice guys through breakups. I help you rebound your life by discovering your truths and your purpose, building your confidence, and understanding women and relationships. You are in the right place if you enjoy self-help or drastic improvement in your personal relationships and professional life. And I'm happy to have you here. If you're a return listener, please rate and review this podcast wherever you're at. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, something else, um, do me a favor and give me that review. I really, really, really appreciate that. Uh, without, <clears throat> excuse me, without further ado, I just got back from the Boundary Waters. Uh, we had no internet, no showers, no beds, um, lots of bugs, lots of fishing, uh, really just away from civilization and uh, enjoying myself uh, for the most part um, with family and, you know, kind of putting myself through through some struggle. I think that's good for if you're looking to build your masculinity, uh, be a strong, grounded man. I think, uh, you know, seeking out nature and doing something like this um, that puts you in a discomfort uh, is good for you. So I just got back from that and I'm excited to get on this uh, this podcast episode. So another little news update. Who wants to check out a live group training? So we have a bonus episode today where I'm actually be covering a training from a few weeks back, um, the content that was inside that exclusive training, right? I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek to it. Um, So the kind of the title today is Superior Man Training, The Art of Communication. And we all know how important that is. So I'm kind of going to lead off here um, with a quote, and it's from uh, David Data in the way of, uh, of the superior man. Uh, So here it is. The masculine speaks words, but the feminine hears mood and tone. So here's the quote. What he he doesn't understand is that while the masculine lives in a world of concepts and perspectives, the feminine lives in a world of bodily communication and energetic sensation. Exactly what he is saying makes much less of an impression on her than what his body and emotional tone are communicating. So, yes, um, a lot of communication, if you're in a relationship in your, um, with, with a man or with a woman, uh, has to do with masculine and feminine energy. We all have these energies, and I'm not going to give you a really a ground uh, base level training for masculine and feminine energy. Um, you know, that's for a different, uh, I've covered that in different episodes. You can scroll through my catalog and check that out yourself. Uh, but this episode is more about just communication in general. You can actually use a lot of this inside your relationship, but also with friends, with family. Um, This training um, is important really for anyone, not just your intimate relationships. So let's get started. I have basically, I have 10 uh, basically principles of communicating. And the first one is empathy. So without empathy, guys, we can't, you know, communicate very well at all. Because in order to understand someone's perspective, we have to have empathy. Empathy is what allows us to get into a place where we can try to we can try to put ourselves in the other person's shoes and hear what they're saying. And maybe just try to experience what they've experienced. Obviously, it's not really possible. um, But the closer we can get to that, the closer we can really make people feel heard. And the closer you'll be able to build these relationships with the people who will ultimately love you for, for how you're able to show empathy towards them and their situation. So that is principle number one, and that's empathy, guys. 
You need it for every single situation when you're communicating with people. So number two is validation. So an emotional bid, guys, um, is, is what this is, right? It's, you know, when someone is basically, someone is basically requesting for connection. So you can, everyone can kind of think of a time where maybe they have a coworker or a friend who approaches you and they, they kind of have this like energy about them where they want to talk to you about something. So this is really important in all of our friendships and relationships that we take these moments very seriously and we're present for them. Um, and I would actually recommend if you're not able to, you know, properly validate someone, like you're busy, really busy with something, don't try to do both. You need to be fully present for them. So I'd actually just tell them if you're really not available to hear whatever they have to tell you, whether it's a story or something they're going through, I would actually tell them to come back at a different time. Let's talk about it later. Uh, but do it in an empathetic way where you can maybe schedule a time or something like that where you guys can talk and that person can feel hurt. Because <clears throat> some people will try to just come up to you and start talking to you, you know, and just start rattling some things off. And you're like, whoa, 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 you know, like I'm not really able to pay attention to this. And you might really screw up that moment if you don't um, express that you're not totally here for that moment. So, uh, you know, this is someone trying to share something with you. So we you have the example of the coworker trying to tell you about something. Uh, maybe they got promoted uh, when you're like looking at your computer, not really paying attention. These kind of moments, guys, they, they can slip past us if we're not really paying attention to them. And people just will not really, you'll never really get close to people in the way that you really hope to. So um, really keep an eye on these moments, be present for them, you know, listen. And we'll get into, I think a little bit later on about um, how to properly validate. But as long as you can understand that a validation is happening, a moment where someone's telling you something um, and you can be present for that, that is um, a very big key to allowing someone to be heard and ultimately communicate better in your relationships. And number three is appreciate and compliment often. So come from a place where you're thinking about what other people want. So this is from, um, oh crap, what's the book? Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by our guy Dale Carnegie. And um, he says, talk in ways of thinking about what the other person wants. So these are like almost sales tactics too. Um, <clears throat> you're really trying to, once again, put yourself in their shoes. What are they looking for? What do they want? This allows you to appreciate um, people's efforts and their work much more easily. So you're trying to see things from their perspective and yours at the same time. And there's a quote, arouse in the other person an eager want, a want to do the things you want them to do. <laughs> so, you know, when you appreciate and comment people often, they, they, they can start to associate you with, with really good feel good emotions. And so this is how you build really solid relationships. People want to talk to you, people want to be around you because you appreciate them in a comment. Everyone wants to be appreciated. Everyone loves a good compliment. So pretty straightforward, right, guys? So number four, we have call people by their names. You know, give people a reason to talk about themselves. You know, everyone loves when you when you say their name, right? Everyone's name is special and unique to them. You know, when you directly say someone's name, one, you command their attention, but you also you also make them feel good. You know, that, that that's your name. Really, really think about that for a moment and think about how often when you're talking to people and you're asking people for people's attention. Are you using just, you know, regular pronouns or are you saying, you know, hey, Zach, right? Are you, are you saying their name and trying to get their attention? This is key. 
So this is obviously not as much the relationship side of things, but um, this is about friendships, right? And, and, and actually uh, how you make a good first impression. You know, you get their name and then say it once to them. You know, if they give you their name and say, oh yeah, my name's John. Say it out loud to yourself once. John, good to meet you, John. Say it, say it like a couple times and that'll stick with you and also show them that you care to know their name and remember it. You know, that's a good social quality. You'll make a good first impression and, and people generally appreciate that. And I think we all can use these refreshers. I know I do. Um, you know, we, we went through a pandemic where we were distant from people and, and literally trying to socially distance. So it was not very good for our, our social skills. So this is a really good refresher for anyone to really, you know, take command of, of your social life and start to make better first impressions and then improve upon um, existing relationships that you already have. So number five, never argue. Um, this is this is one thing that um, I personally have struggled with in the past, uh, even more recently, um, just to admit, quite frankly to you, um, because arguing, especially when you're in an intimate relationship with a woman, um, it, it, there's no winning, right? There's no winning. We need to get rid of this idea that we win, right? Um, obviously, in the masculine, we can become very competitive, a lot of our men. Um, and we want to we want to win and be right sometimes. And we need to understand that while, you know, predicting, you know, the stock market or predicting um, trends in the marketplace and being good at these things are, are, are strong attributes. Um, but we should be able to distinguish um, an argument versus, you know, a conversation. Right. And we should try to do our best as a good reminder for me to exclude ourselves from situations where we want to argue. If we feel that that rise of energy come, maybe just state what how you feel about something and, and what your thoughts are and leave it at that. You know, you don't need to argue with people. Um, it's just pointless. Uh, you don't win because eventually you, you hurt someone's feelings even if you do get to a point. Um, and it's ultimately, it's not a very attractive quality to be someone who likes to argue. And I know um, a lot of us need this reminder. Um, it can be some sort of competitive, egotistical um, energy within us that makes us want to win arguments, win bets, win all these different things. So take a time to look at circumstances where you've, you know, pressed onwards in a conversation and you've spun into an argument, you know. Um, So keep that in mind and check yourself a little bit if that's been something that's been going on. And I'm sure you can relate it back to negative experiences you've had because you've been arguing with people. So number six, if you're wrong, admit it. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm big on accountability. Um, and I, I think that's probably the, it's one of my biggest values. And it's one of the things I'm always trying to check myself on. You know, whenever I say things, if, I, if I'm making, trying to make excuses, I always look for a way to make, be accountable because that's the only way we can take command of our own lives. Um, so beat the other person to your own condemnation, beat them to what they're thinking or wanting to say and forgiveness and mercy will follow. So it's such a great quote, um, from the book, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Basically it's saying before someone else can even like, you know, say what you've done wrong or, or, you know, basically the mistake you've made actually just go outward out of your way and admit it. You know what I mean? Um, it's a really attractive quality to be able to admit when you're wrong. Um, I don't know if anyone knows people who just, 
really fail to take responsibility for being wrong or making mistakes, it's a really frustrating thing. Um, it can make you really upset with that person and sort of create a general bad feeling about them because you know that person never admits when they're wrong. So criticize yourself and admit to your own errors. Um, you know, obviously don't be hard on yourself when no one's around, but just in a general sense, um, admit to your own errors, you know, be able to humble yourself when you're wrong, you know. Um, obviously, it kind of goes back to the last one about never arguing. We shouldn't be have to be in a point where we're trying to be right all the time. Um, there's there's maybe a time and place for that, right? <laughs> but none of us, uh, many of us are not going to be on debate teams or, you know, in situations where we're, we're debating for serious issues where we're, we're commanding a large vote or maybe we're in a government situation. Like, that's just not most of us, right? Most of us have jobs or whatever and we're, we're living our life where we, we don't need to argue with people generally, you know? We can put our thoughts out there and let it be. So this is really a good refresher for me too on that never arguing one. So number seven, when you're right, be gentle and influence slowly. So this is uh, coupled with that last one. When you're right, be gentle and influence slowly. And when you're wrong, admit quickly and emphatically. This one seems kind of obvious, right? Ever been with someone who's like, I told you so, right? Um, That's not an attractive quality. But when you're wrong and you admit it quickly and emphatically, you suck all of that like angst that that person had for you when you basically, because they're thinking when you said that thing and they're like, hmm, you know, like, (laughs) is he going to admit that he was really wrong? He really fucked up for that thing. And both of these are so important for relationships. I would highly recommend that when you're seeking out partners or people you're going to date, that you take these two into account very seriously because you can't really be with someone who's not accountable. You know, it's going to be very difficult um, to be with that person in in an intimate intimate way um, because they're going to do things when they're wrong, they won't admit it. And it's going to be brutally a constant struggle. Um, So compliment the people who are against you this is a way to maybe sway some people into your favor. Um, you know, if, if they've kind of constantly, you know, maybe they have the guard up with you or maybe you had a, you made a bad first impression. Quick way to turn that around is compliment the people um, who are kind of against you at the moment. So quick review of these last two. I think it's just super important to repeat. If you're wrong, admit it. You know, when you're right, be gentle and influence slowly. Not though I, I told you so you know, um, slowly influence it into people's lives. Don't rub it in their face. It's just not a popular way to go about your life. And, you know, it, it's, it should be worth saying, you might think that you, and you might be actually living um, maybe a more appropriate lifestyle, or maybe you're doing things a better way than someone else is doing, but it doesn't matter. You know, people, if you want to have friends and you want to have a lot of love and abundance in your life, it's not attractive to rub things in people's faces or try to argue with them to try to sway them to be in your your side of living life your way, right? One, it doesn't matter. They're going to live the way they're going to live. Um, number two, even if even if you were um, hoping that someone would change a behavior, uh, they're not going to do it just because you try to force them to through an argument, right? So bada bing, bada boom, let's move on. Number So that was actually like a sub seven. 
So that wasn't actually a rule. When you're right, be gentle and influence That was coupled with, if you're wrong, admit it. So now actual number seven is begin by agreeing. And think about this from a dating sense too. So start with similarities and agreements. Keep talking about that common interest. This is what you want to do. Obviously, first impressions, um, people who you may think there's some friction there. Obviously, you're dating. You don't want to come out hot with some disagreements. Um, keep the conversations to you know common ground areas. It's going to be very um, much easier for you to get along with people and create impactful relationships when people associate with you um, about things they agree about you with, right? Um, <laughs> this is all just, just super important. Um, so not as much relationship side of things, but more dating and more friendships, um, first impressions side of things. So begin by agreeing. Number eight, oof, this might be, I wouldn't say it's the most important for me personally. I think the one is that you guys heard me never argue. I think number eight is listen, listen, listen. Um, which is 80% engaging, 20% participating. So 80% engaging would be like if someone's telling you about their life and maybe you're on a date, because I always say this is huge for dating, my guys. You need to listen, listen, listen. So 80% engaging, you're basically, you're, you're inquiring an interest in her life. You're doing your best. You're having empathy, right? You're having empathy for her situation, her career, whatever she's talking about. So you start to facilitate the conversation to a place where she gets more and more excited to talk about, you know, talk about her biggest interest and keep the topic there and just engage. Don't don't take the conversation into your hands. Just comment and facilitate um, and just enjoy uh, what she's talking about. And then 20 percent participating is just, you know, obviously you, you can talk about some things that you have going on, too. Um, but generally, if you want to attract more women uh, or do better on dates or just have better friendships in general, the less you can talk about yourself and the more you can engage other people, the more people will want to spend time with you um, and be around you. So um, that's listen, 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 listen. Number eight, huge, huge, huge. When in doubt, just listen. If you feel like maybe you're going to say something dumb, just listen. And number nine, have sympathy. Be sympathetic for other people's ideas and values. So once again, it's coming from this place where everyone is different. Everyone is unique. Everyone comes from different backgrounds, different experiences. You know, it's our ego that's struggling to fight with us to make things about you and that you're right and that the way you do things is better than anyone else. So have sympathy for the way people live their lives, because you you may think that yours is the best way to do things, but ultimately you don't know that, and no one knows that, and there's really no right way and wrong way for the most part. There's maybe more appropriate ways, more inappropriate ways. Um, <laughs> there's probably more efficient ways to do things, but once again, it just doesn't matter. It's not, from a social perspective and the art of communication, doesn't matter. You know, you need to have sympathy, and just appreciate the company you have. Um, and, and you're lucky to have, you know, friends and people around you. So be sympathetic for their ideas, um, for their values, and just try to take a real interest in it. Try to learn it, master what where their perspective is coming from, so then ultimately you can influence their life in a positive way because you know them so well. So that's number nine, have sympathy. Number 10, begin with praise and honest appreciation. So this is really relationship heavy and dating. 
uh, mostly relationship, friendship, etc. If you're trying to deliver or ask for something, maybe you're trying to deliver some advice or deliver um, an ask or, or maybe a negative piece of feedback to someone, you want to begin with praise and honest appreciation before you deliver or ask for something. So before asking for things, because it'll likely be handed to you if you just do those things. Use the praising phrase and then intersect intersect with and. So, you know, I say, I really, really appreciate that you do the dishes um, most of these nights when I'm tired after work or whatever. And, you know, whatever. And I appreciate um, whatever and whatever. So I, I'm not going to go on and <laughs> give you, I'm all getting a little tired at the end of this this uh, this training. Again, this was all superior man training. Um, we did this live on Wednesday at 5%, 5 p.m. Central Time every week. Um, you can join if you just send me a message. Um, but again, so begin with praise and honest appreciation before you ask for something, right? Uh, you're more likely to influence someone to do something for you um, and in the return. Great leaders hold great praise. So praise even the slightest improvements and be sincere about it. You know, don't don't just give a compliment because you think you should be giving a comment, right? Right? Try really try to find that place within you to tell someone that nice thing, right? Obviously, we're not forcing compliments. We're not forcing empathy. We really need to find. So if you're struggling with these things in your life, then maybe you need to send me a message and, and we can talk about it a little bit deeper and see how we can provide more love in your life so you can feel it from a place of love and, and really enjoy the company you have um, and, and just love people, you know, and, and, and give them your honest, fully present self um, and, and a not judging self, right? Because there's just no right and wrong way to do things. You can influence people and try to push them in the right direction. But at the end of the day, that's not your place, right? Um, you know, I mean, How to Win Friends and Influence People is the book. Um, but like, like I said, we do that slowly and over time. We don't do it right away. We don't just argue with something and then all of a sudden they're like, yep, I'm going to do the way I believe what you believe now. You know, you've just convinced me. It just doesn't happen. So... Yeah, that one's really sticking with me because lately I've been kind of just having an honest moment with you guys on this podcast. I've had some moments where I've caught myself really sticking to my guns and trying to convince people on things. And that's just not how you do it. You know, think about I do, the way I usually do most of the things in my life is I do things the way I think they should be done. And I, I'm relatively quiet about it. And then people generally, if you maybe think about your life... People ask you like, "How did you do that?" Right or whatever, and you tell them. You tell them this is your, this is how you did it. This is my perspective. This is what I believe. I did it because I have this value. And then people start to be like, "Oh, that's interesting." And maybe slowly they'll be like, "Yeah, I started doing it your way, or I started change my perspective on this whole topic." And I think you're right. I think this, you know. And at the end of the day, it's not about being right, but it it, it could help someone's life if you influence them. I don't know, maybe to work out more, right, or eat healthier. Um, you know, choose to read or whatever, right? There's a lot of things you can influence people to do that are really positive. So, and I, I just want to say it again, great leaders hold great praise. You know, great leaders are comfortable in their own skin. So they're not afraid or insecure. So they can they can give compliments out like candy. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't hold back. And I, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. 
I'm working on some other areas and then I'm, I'm, I'm going, going over this training. It's so funny how quickly you can screw up your own advice um, or screw up something you thought you were really adept at. Um, so, you know, this is a great refresher for me and I hope it was a great refresher you, for you. Um, and if you want to be that great leader, that masculine presence, I would love for you to come check out one of these live trainings. They're every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time. All I got to do is just send me a message. You know, it's always free to check out the first training. It's a paid group, um, but the first training is always free to come check out an hour-long training via Zoom. And it's a good time, you know. It's kind of a brotherhood support group um, and kind of holding each other accountable every week, right? Making sure we're on the right track. So, yes, I would love to have you there. Um, But if you'd like to chat with me personally, please reach out via my website at www.coachkevinhiggins.com. Select the book online tab or just message me on Instagram. That's probably a better way to get in touch with me. Just message me at Kev underscore the coach. Let me know what's up. Um, You can submit a question too. If you have maybe a question, but you're not quite ready to talk to me personally. I know it's nerve, it's nerve wracking to, to have, you know, coach kind of, you know, dissect your life. Um, it can be, it can be an interesting experience. So, um, maybe you just want to send me a message with your situation and I can cover it, um, in a podcast episode and I wouldn't use your name or anything like that, but go ahead and follow me on Instagram, more great content there. And finally, guys, um, please rate and review the podcast, throw a follow, download, share with friends. Um, you know, I'd love to put out more of these episodes and a lot of people tell me these, these episodes mean a lot to them. Um, and I would love to put more time into the podcast, uh, it just, it doesn't financially reimburse me. Um, and that's unfortunately what I, what I need right now is more of that. (laughs) So donate via cash app. If that's, if you're keen to that and you want to see more episodes that could really help me put out an episode. But with that guys, I love y'all. Um, as always take care. Bye-bye now.